Discovering Asian dramas back in 2018 was an enlightening moment for me, and I've never looked back. I enjoy talking about them just as much as watching them, so much so that I decided to create a podcast with a heavier focus on Chinese dramas, but passing through Korean, Japanese, Thai and Filipino dramas. Welcome to the Tea and Soju Asian Drama Podcast, your corner for drama talking. For more Tea and Soju content, consider joining Patreon, where I release extra reviews and polls. Everything is linked in the episode description. And welcome back to another episode of the Tea and Soju Asian Drama Podcast. I'm your host, Liliana, and this week's episode is currently watching list time. Now, as you, well, if you heard last week's episode, there's been, I've kind of changed around my uh, current list episodes. And so uh, basically what's going to happen is, the format for this episode is going to be I'll go through my currently watch list in my normal categories and then basically I'm going to go through the what I kind of like finished what dramas are finished and what you know rating I've given them and I think this will work pretty well because I don't there's a lot of dramas that I watch but I don't really get to talk about because you know we'd literally be doing I watch way more than and what I talk about on the podcast and I think we I'd be doing way more episodes and that's just not feasible and some of them are just like I enjoyed but there isn't like enough there for me to do a full um podcast episode on so I feel like this way I still get to mention the dramas that I've kind of like finished over the last month or so or you know in between however long these episodes um the you know the last and the current episode for the currently watching list is so yeah that's what I've changed up uh but also uh I used to do like basically what's premiered in the last month and I feel like that type of post just works better I've already said it, but it works better as like a an actual post. So I'll still be posting that on my Instagram because um, then I actually get to add the posters for the dramas that have premiered in the last month. So I will aim to have that out like literally in the last couple of days of each month. So for this month, I'll probably get it out on the say around about 30th, I think, because does this month have 31 days yeah I think it has 31 days so I'll probably get the episode out about you know round about the 30th of the month and that'll just be up on my Instagram or on the blog and it'll have all the pictures and all the posters um so yeah, I actually tend to hang out more on my Instagram than I do on my Twitter nowadays. You know, after the whole Twitter mess um, that is probably still ongoing, Twitter seems to be, you know, it's so unsure all the time that I tend to, you know, gravitate more towards Instagram. Although it's really sad because I love the format of Twitter, especially when you're talking about like dramas that you're watching. It's so quick to like shoot out a quick, you know, tweet about something that you've watched. Um, whereas for like Instagram, you have to do like a picture or whatever to be able to post that. So I wish Instagram would come up with something. And I know that's not like the point of Instagram at all. Like Instagram has always 
always been like picture focused, so to speak, or image focused. But, you know, who knows? Maybe one day um, Instagram will sort of, you know, uh, come up with something like that. And even like I love doing like the threads on Twitter. I love like there's people that I follow that they will be watching a drama and they'll just do a whole thread for that drama of things that they notice or, you know, things that they pick up in an episode. And I love that kind of thing. And there's not really a way to do that on Instagram. So I'm hoping that either Instagram, I don't think that's ever going to happen, but Instagram like sort of comes up with something similar or that Twitter just kind of like sorts itself. Um, But yeah, we shall see. Uh, And now I've completely gone off topic. This is great. We're only four minutes in and I'm already like on a tangent elsewhere from the episode. But what's new? It is what it is. You guys should be used to this by now. At least I hope you are. But I'll I'll put this tangent aside. So I was saying the... um, I will still collect all the, you know, uh, recently premiered uh, dramas from the last month. Like I said, for Chinese dramas, it is impossible to do what's upcoming like you can do for Korean dramas because with Korean dramas, they give you a date and that is it. That date is set in stone unless something happens. But, you know, for the most part, that's it. That date is pretty firm and they kind of give you a date like a couple of months, not a couple of months, but a good like while before the drama airs whereas like for Chinese dramas it can literally be anything from we are here to you know we're never going to premiere in the next five years or whatever so it's so unstable and a lot of time they actually will just give you a date um in the next couple of days it's crazy that has happened where dramas have literally premiered um like dropped the same day that they announced they were coming it's it's insane um but that's why it's so hard to like do upcoming dramas for chinese dramas just because their dates are incredibly unpredictable and it's just not, you know, an easy thing to do. And even when they give you a date, like, the, it will get to, it has happened. Like, last year, Oath of Love is probably the most, um, you know, known that happened to last year. But actually, it's also happened to she and her perfect husband, um, or her and her perfect husband, something along those lines but both of those dramas were actually given dates to premiere and then like a couple of days before they um an announcement was put out that they weren't going to premiere on those dates and that there would be another announcement with um the date and actually they didn't premiere for a good like we maybe a couple of weeks after they were mentioned so chinese drama language is just unpredictable um So, yeah, I think it works quite well to do, like, what premiered in the last month because there's so many most of the time that it's quite hard to keep up. Um, So, yeah, that post will be on my Instagram um, and, you know, available to everybody. So you can always check that out there if you think there's a drama that you've missed or, you know, just if you're curious to know what's come out in the sort of last uh, week or so, uh, not week, in the last month. So, yeah, that's that part. Um, I also want to try something where at the end of, well, I say at the end, but basically in between um, 
what I'm currently watching and what I finished, I want to put as a little like um, tack on to my currently watching, I want to put a couple of dramas that I'm like intending on starting in the next week or so. So these a lot of the time will be dramas that have already aired and I just haven't gotten around to check them out. Um but I want to so and I want to do so in the sort of like next week or two after releasing the currently watching episode. So I'll pop those on there. And yeah, that'll just be my, you know, what I'm planning to start uh category so to speak. But um, for my currently watching, it can't, you know, as you know, if you've heard this, it'll still work in the same way. Um, it'll work in categories and those categories tend to be the ones that I always use, which are absolutely loving, really enjoying, enjoying. Something is keeping me watching too early to tell. And then the last one will be dramas that I've dropped Um like in the last month or so uh so yeah that's that's the little intro and let me know what you guys think of this format you know come and chat to me on you know instagram because that tends to be where i hang out a lot more of the time but twitter or whatever i always leave everything linked down um so yeah and also don't forget i also have a patreon which i'll be releasing new and exclusive content just for that uh, so you can always just go and find me there as well um everything is always linked in the description um of the episode or on instagram Instagram, Twitter, wherever, there's always like a link tree and that comes up with everything from, you know, episode links to Patreon link to socials link. So you can always check that out there. But definitely let me know what you guys think of like the new format, because I think this kind of like format is going to work pretty well for this episode and for the episodes going forward. But I'm always like super curious to think what you guys um also think about it because you're the ones listening to it. I'm just like rambling on. So yeah, do come and chat to me. I'm always up for like chatting to people and especially when it comes to dramas or just, you know, things in general because I'm quite a chatty person. So yeah, that's it. That's the intro. Just remember my little disclaimer for pronunciation. Obviously, I am not... um, I wish I was, but I am not fluent in, you know, Korean, Japanese, Chinese, any of the Asian languages. I wish I was. Do you know what? My one superpower, I always say this, and I've said it since I was pretty young, um, which is crazy to me, but... If I was able to have just one superpower, if I was able to choose just one superpower, and it might not be a superpower at all that will be helpful to anyone but myself, so, you know, call it what you want, I wish I could just instantly know how to read, write, and speak any language in the world, like literally any language, and my brain would just automatically know it inside out. Like, that is, can you imagine that? I wouldn't have to wait for subs. You You'd just be able to speak every language like that that to me would just be mind-boggling um like when I see videos of those people that speak like you know 30 plus language languages and I'm like I am in awe because I just feel like that is amazing and um so yeah 
that was my disclaimer for pronunciation. I am very good. I'm off on tangents today. I'm going to try and reel this in. For the rest of the episode, I'm really going to try and reel this in. Um, But we shall see where we land. Uh, Yeah, that's it. That's my disclaimer for pronunciation. And without further ado, let's get into my January 2022 currently watching list. And let's start by my absolutely loving category and the drama that has my whole heart right now and that is the Chinese drama Meet Yourself. It's a modern set period drama and it stars uh, Liu Yifei and Li Xian and when I say, when I tell you guys, I love this drama. Like, I love this drama. I savor every single episode. So basically, the story is pretty simple. It's set um, this very uh, modern, you know, um, career woman who um, lives in Beijing, who's played by Li Yufei. And I, uh, Hongdu, Hongdu, that's the character's name. She basically is basically, she lives to work that's her lifestyle right now because she's very she wants to own her own house she wants to you know buy her own car and those are her aspirations and to do so she literally lives to work and something happens in her life which means she ends up um you know, having kind of like a life check of sorts. And with that, she decides that for three months, she's going to move out to the absolutely boonies in the middle of nowhere. And that's how the story goes. She meets our main lead, Li Xian. Um, That's the actor's name. I cannot remember the um character's name because apparently I'm having memory blanks and I should have written this down but anyways so basically she meets our male lead and actually what you think is going to be a pretty standard romance because that's what I thought when I first went into it it is not it is like about all the characters and it's just a very quiet slice of life kind of drama and I love it because I get home from work and it is the first thing I want to you know turn on it's you know still very cold in the UK and I just kind of like want to turn it on and like sit there with a nice like cup of tea or coffee or whatever I'm feeling like drinking that's warm and that drama like meet yourself just feels like a nice warm hug at the end of the day because it's so peaceful it's so like there's not a lot of actual dramatic drama in it but you come to love these characters so much that you just kind of like it's kind of like checking in on the neighborhood so to speak um like out of everything that I'm watching right now this is the drama I run to like I savor every single episode and I just do you know what it's 40 episodes and I don't even care like I don't even care there's not a lot if you actually like look at it critically there isn't a lot happening in the plot you know that's not what this drama is about this drama is about like characters and their stories and how they kind of like interweave together and how everybody helps each other and I just I love it I really really do and to be quite honest I didn't expect anything less because this drama is written by the same um same two writers, screenwriters, that did Go Ahead, you know, 
amongst another couple of dramas and that would be the screenwriter Xu Qian Mo and Wang Xiong Cheng. This pairing of like two screenwriters are just they work so well together. I feel like they understand each other and there's like it's so cohesive. Like the writing is so cohesive. These characters like sit down and have actual like soul searching kind of conversations that make you as a watcher like also want to you know kind of like take in those words and kind of like apply it to yourself that's the kind of like dialogue that this drama has and I wish this is one of those dramas that I really really wish I spoke Mandarin because I feel like there's a lot that's probably being lost in translation um, in these conversations uh, between, you know, all our characters. Unfortunately, that's just one of the things of being an international viewer who doesn't, you know, speak the language. Stuff will get lost in translation. I find this all the time when I'm like even trying to translate something from Portuguese to English. Some words just don't exist in English. So you can like try to find a way to explain explain it but it's not quite the same it's never quite the same um so yeah I as you've probably already guessed from me talking about it for you know the past what 10 minutes or whatever I absolutely love this drama and also it's directed by Ding Ziguang Ding Ziguang these names are hard today um but those three so director and two screenwriters they did go ahead and Go Ahead will forever be one of my absolutely favorite dramas ever. I just, there's just something so special about that found family. Um, and I feel like they've taken the found family of Go Ahead and placed it in a very quiet, like, ambient, um, you know, not very quiet ambient like a very quiet surrounding but that's what it, they are at the end of the day it is a found family in this village out in you know the middle of nowhere and also it is shot beautifully like this place is gorgeous and I just want to like pack my bags and get my passport and be on my way that's how inviting this drama is it makes you want to go there and I think Somebody mentioned that at the beginning, it kind of like was um, almost like a travel log of sorts. And but once you get past that, um, it actually gets to the characters. That's when the goodness really, really starts. And I'm going to stop talking about it because otherwise I will be here. And like I, I have a special episode that I'm planning to do on this one. So I will say nothing more apart from the fact that it is like my absolutely loving drama right now. Like I, I just run to it every single day. So next up on my absolutely loving list will be the Japanese drama Silent and that's starring Kawaguchi Haruna and Meguruden and I'm pretty sure I think I had this on my last um, watch you know, currently watching episode. And then life happened and I just got slammed with work and other dramas and I feel like I didn't have the you know attention span that this drama kind of needs or you know deserves so it kind of got pushed to the side a little bit but 
I think I've watched three episodes right now and I'm really, really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying the exploration of like language and, you know, um, language in the sense of sign language. Um, I love how they sometimes go kind of quiet to, you know, you can't hear anything because that's how our male lead, you know, hears the world, so to speak. He doesn't hear it, you know, like we do. Uh, well, he doesn't hear it at all, but you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, I am really, really enjoying this one. And I'm pretty sure that by the next, um, you know, currently watching update, this one will be out of my currently watching and into my recently finished um category because I kind of like now um stuff is a little bit calmer I can try and get to it and kind of like I just I want to kind of binge through it and I think it'll be a really nice Sunday kind of you know sit in front of the TV and just watch the whole drama I think that'll be really really nice um so yeah that's the two dramas on my absolutely loving uh, category for right now. Moving right along to my next category, that would be my really enjoying category. And I only have one drama in this category right now. And it may sound familiar to you because it is the drama that I pulled out of my on hold list. I've started my on hold challenge and I kind of like put up on my Instagram um stories couldn't do a poll because apparently you can't put that many um options in it i should have just done two stories with like you know the kind of like round one round two kind of thing but we move i sort of put it as like i showed my list and then asked um followers or you know friends i i don't like to call the word followers no like friends that are on my instagram to like what should i pull out of my on hold list first because i'm going to go through all of them but what should i do first and this was a drama that had three votes um closely followed by another two which will probably be my second and third watch but right now it's the rational life and that's starring chin lan and wang hoodie i have watched three episodes three episodes i should have written this down three episodes i think and i'm really enjoying it actually i this is a completely different side to wang hoodie and i kind of like watching this because it kind of shows me his range a little bit and it like it reminds me he's pretty young like he's 20 something i i have no idea what how old he is but he's in his early 20s i would have said um I think I think he's pretty much in his early 20s and you know it kind of like uh oh yeah he's 24 so yeah uh he's very much still learning the ropes I think but I think lots of people enjoy this one and I'm very much looking forward to getting more into like the meat of the story so to speak and um yeah that's the one I've pulled out of my on hold list so you know the drill. I will update next month whether I have finished it or whether I have dropped it. Those are the only two options. It cannot go back on the on hold list. I I was going to say I don't make the rules, but I kind of did because I made up the challenge. But you get what I mean. Like it is either finished or dropped by next month. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to watch this one fully just because I'm really curious to see how the story is going to develop. 
like I said, I've only watched three episodes, so I don't know very much about it yet. I have seen like a good few edits of it, and I feel like it's going to be pretty good chemistry, so that's always a plus for me. So yeah, that's the only one I have on my really enjoying. I have, but the thing is, I have like a bunch of dramas that I'm enjoying. And these dramas are kind of like ones that I swap in and out whenever, you know, um, the time calls for it. I tend to try and keep up to date with them, but they're not the ones that I'm like running to. I still enjoy them, but you know what I mean. So The first one up is uh, the Chinese drama called Time and Him Are Just Right. It is a youth drama and it stars Liu Yuxiao and Wun Junting. Um, I... A good few couple of friends have actually watched this one and really, really enjoyed it. They say the main couple is super, super sweet. I'm still at episode either five or six, which is they're, they're starting to like shift into more of a friend's um, type of situation. But the male lead is still like just thinking the female lead is a bit of an inconvenience and whatnot. So I'm still very much at that beginning stage. I definitely want to finish this one like I don't want to drop it and those are the two options that I've got right now I'm really trying really really hard to not put anything on my on hold list because I am gonna make this challenge so I've made it I've built it for myself so I want to make it to the end of the year um so yeah I want to try really really hard to uh either complete or drop dramas in the next sort of year um and this one is one that I feel like I'm enjoying enough that I definitely will want to finish but again it's one of those that I like I said if dramas aren't on air this one I started while it was on air and then I got busy and it kind of got like pushed to the side and if they're not on air I kind of I have this horrible habit that I really want to try and get out of that new shiny dramas come along and the ones that are like completed dramas so they're no longer on air kind of get pushed to the side over the new shiny ones and I really really want to try and get out of that habit because I know why I do it I absolutely love watching on-air dramas and like chatting to everybody while everybody is also watching them you know everybody's got the same information same amount of episodes so I kind of love that aspect of it but it does mean that a bunch of my dramas just end up like dangling in my enjoying list or whatever list it is and I'm not I haven't touched them in you know a good few weeks so I want to try and change that I think January has been a month in terms of Chinese dramas where not a lot has appealed to me that I really really want to check out so I hopefully want to knock out a couple more before the end of the month and um yeah because I'm releasing this on the 25th of will it be the 25th I don't know because I don't know what day it is today so I'm recording this on the 23rd but you guys will hear it on the 25th um so yeah I obviously will still have a couple of days left of um January so I want to try and get a few uh more dramas out of the way this one is one i'm definitely enjoying so the next one is called gannibal and it is a horror thriller um japanese drama and it stars a bunch of people 
but I just literally put down the name of the very, very, you know, male lead, and that's Yagira Yuya. I think um, my my Japanese pronunciation is probably some of the worst compared with my also Thai pronunciation. Those two, I cannot, I cannot, I do try my best. So hopefully that wasn't too, too butchered. Um, this is by any means not the type of drama I watch ever because it's horror and it's thriller and but I watched the first episode it's about like a cult uh of carnivores which is insane to me uh not carnivores not carnivores what am I on about today (laughs) I meant it's a cult of people that eat other people and now I cannot remember the word for it my brain is not functioning oh I'm gonna have to look it up Cannibals. That's the word I was looking for. Um, Do you know what? I thought I was going to start 2023 and be like, you know, follow my scripts on the podcast, make the episodes tighter. I feel like I'm getting worse rather than better at this rate. But you know what? I, I, you guys, I'm just like literally talking to myself. Well, I'm not. I'm talking to you guys when you hear the episode. But when I record it, I'm just like talking to myself. So this is probably my talking to myself is chaotic at most of the times. So when you put a mic in front of me, that's literally what happens. It's just chaos. Um, and apparently I thrive in it. So here we are. But yeah, what I meant was, um, it's about this police officer and he gets posted to this like remote little uh, town and he finds that there's a cult of cannibals, not cannibals. Yeah, cannibals. Was it cannibals? Yes, it was cannibals. See, my brain's not getting uh, muddled. Um, But yeah, it's definitely not the type of drama I ever like pick up but i randomly came across it on um disney of all places disney streaming this i came across it on disney i was like oh this looks weird and you know it's a japanese drama on disney i'm intrigued so i clicked on it and i was like oh my god this is not the type of drama i watch but now i'm weirdly fascinated by it and it's only six episodes so you know i will definitely be finishing this one out uh, next up on my enjoying list is the Korean drama Island, and it is a fantasy action thriller, and it stars Kim Nam Gil, Lee Da Hee, and Cha Eun Woo. And basically, it's exactly that. I have literally only watched one episode of this drama. I I'm pretty sure I've said it before, but um, Korean fantasy. I have a hard time with Korean fantasy. There's not many that I've like really, really enjoyed, and I feel like lots of people are saying that Island is planned as a two part series. Um, I mean, one series but divided into two parts. I believe that's the case, and I hate i hate that they're doing this of splitting these like i I, I think the the first part is six episodes and i think the second part is also six episodes i may be misremembering but i believe that was the case it was 12 episodes altogether and they split it into two parts and i hate hate that this is being done to korean dramas because i just feel like just 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 air it all just air it all you know two episodes a week air it all that format works great but apparently not and i kind of like i don't know 
if you guys have finished Thailand, does it end on a cliffhanger? Because if it ends on a cliffhanger, I would rather wait until there's like more confirmation for the second part. Or, you know, I don't know. That's probably why I haven't gotten past episode one. It's because I'm like, do I really want to invest in this and then like be left hanging almost? I, I really don't like doing that. Um, because I feel like, you know, I will not willingly go into a show knowing that there's going to be a second part. For example, The Glory, I haven't watched it yet. It's now confirmed the second part will air on the 10th of March. So I will probably closer to the 10th of March, you know, maybe ends of February, I will probably slot that in knock the episodes that are out and then you know follow on to um the second part which is just really annoying but yeah that's probably why i haven't gotten through and i've heard a, like quite a few people say that with island the best part of island was cha un wu's like being a priest um so you know not saying that Chao and Ru is a bad actor or anything but if that's the only thing that people can come up that's really good that concerns me a little bit so what do you guys think if you've watched it let me know first if it ends in a cliffhanger and second like is it worth my time because if not I I will just like drop it you know let it go let it go. Uh, but yeah, that's that. The next one is the also Korean drama Connect. And that's a mystery horror starring Jung Hae-in, uh, Gu Kyung-pyo, Kim Hae-joon and Kim Roha. And the reason why this is still here is because I'm watching it with my partner. And whenever I'm watching a drama with him, it takes forever for us to finish anything because he's a gamer, I'm a drama watcher, and a lot of the time I'm watching something else or he's, you know... Um, doing his game or whatever and you know we just don't match up you know we also have different work schedules um so we kind of like have to work around that as well and we end up doing this we did this with like kingdom we watched kingdom season one and we really enjoyed it and then we were like yeah yeah let's start season two do you know when we started season two at the beginning of this year. That's when we started it. So it will be on my recently finished. But this happens all the time. And that's the reason Connect is still here and not finished. Um, I will definitely be finishing this one. We are both very much enjoying it. So yeah, that will hopefully... I'm hoping we can get, finish it like this month or, you know, in February. Hopefully. And... Next up is the Chinese drama Three Body Problem. Now, I've heard people call it Three Body Problem, which I believe is the name of the novel. But on um, other places, I've just heard it as like the Three Body. So I do wonder which one's the name. I'm going to have to like look that up properly and see which one is the actual name for the drama. Uh, but anyways, this one is starring Edward Zhang, Yu He Wei, Chen Jin, uh, Wang Ziwen, uh, Li Yongjian and Li Xiaoran. So the three body um, drama is based on a really popular uh, novel by the same uh, name. Now, I haven't read the novel. So going into this, I judge the drama, 
you know, at face value by watch it shows me and the story that it decides to tell me. Now, I know that like a couple of people have pointed out that the drama is slightly different from the um, book, mainly because of probably censorship, I would assume. Um, but again, I haven't read the book, so I can't really comment on that. As of right now, I am intrigued by the drama. It is by not by any means a bingeable drama at least for me it is very um what's the word I'm working looking for it's very uh focused on the science aspect of the sci-fi and basically you know um it is quite hard to keep up with it a little bit sometimes um so I it's one of those dramas that you have to be paying fully attention to and for that reason, I can only get through about an episode every day or every other day. It is also being released in that sense. It's being released one episode a day, even for VIPs, which is rare for that to happen. And But I think for this drama, it works well, simply because, it, like I said, it is a drama that's pretty hard. Well, at least for me, it's quite hard to, you know, binge. So I have to, like, watch it slowly one episode at a time um so I don't have too many thoughts on it yet because like I said I have only watched two or two or three episodes maybe three episodes so I'm very slowly making my way through it and I think I will probably keep going that way um just very slowly making my way through this one um but yeah that is the three body problem i think it's pretty i think that's what it is the three body problem but i will have to double check that and so next up on my enjoying list is the director who buys me lunch and that's uh starring park yong woon park jong woo and jang yu sang and it is a bl and it's airing on ite and it's fully aired now now when i first picked this up this was ongoing and it's like maybe 20 minutes an episode or so and I was watching it and I kind of thought oh I want to go and binge the whole thing so I left it on my currently watching with the full intention of going back to it and just kind of like binging it all and then I forgot about it completely forgot about it because I watched the first episode like literally when it just started airing. So I, you know, I still had a good few weeks before it was fully done. And I completely forgot that I was watching it until I went back into my ITE and I was just going through like my, you know, what episode I stopped on kind of thing. You know, you're currently watching lists um, on like the apps. And I came across this one. I was like, oh, I never finished this one, did I? So I intend on going back and just kind of like binging because I did really enjoy the first episode. It was kind of intriguing. It has fantasy behind it. So I definitely want to go back and finish it up. It'll probably be like a me sit down and binge the rest of it kind of um, thing. So I'm hoping that one next um, update will also be moved on to my recently finished rather than, you know, my currently watching. And then lastly, I have the self, uh, you know, um, the once uh, category for, you know, 
basically like a category that I throw in specifically for a drama and this is it and basically what I've called it is crazy and just watching for laughs and that is My Uncanny Destiny and that's starring Zhang Yu Nan and Yan Zixian and basically this drama is bonkers um but I definitely want to go back to it because I basically when I started this one there was another drama that's just as crazy and just as bonkers and I can't do two of those at the same time clearly and the other one kind of took you took me by surprise and I binged so much of it that this one kind of got left behind but now that that one's finished I will come to it a little bit later on in the episode now that that one's finished, I definitely want to get back to this one. This is a kind of drama that you turn on and, you know, it is literally, like I said, just for laughs because the plot is crazy. The acting is sometimes over the top, sometimes not the best. Uh, the settings, the clothes, all of it, it's not like your top budget, really good looking kind of drama. But it serves its purpose because it's entertaining. And that's sometimes what I just want a drama to be. Something for me to watch that I can turn my brain off and be like, oh my God, this is so ridiculous, but I kind of love it. And that's where this one kind of fits in. Um, so yeah, I definitely want to get back to this one. Um, Hopefully now I, you know, my my list is a lot less than it tends to be. Um, so I kind of want to get through it and, you know, bang out the ones that I'm, you know, started but haven't quite finished. Um, and that's it. That is my currently watching list. So that's what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think ten is probably the most dramas I've watched in a couple of months. I, it's crazy guys, but I used to have like, I think at one point I had like 20 ongoing dramas at the same time and I was keeping up with all of them. It was insanity. Now, now that I've got the podcast, there is just no way I can do that because obviously the podcast has taken time away from my watching. So I kind of can't, um, you know, watch as much as I used to but in a way I kind of like that because it's making me a little bit more picky on what I choose and what I am watching I'm really enjoying which is really good because I used to watch stuff and I used to be like well I'm already watching it I might as well finish it you know another one under the bag or whatever you want to say um but I feel like that's very much shifted and it's definitely something that shifted since I started planning and way more shifted even more after I started releasing uh, podcast episodes because you know it takes a little while to get you know your episode kind of like sorted and then you've got a plan I kind of like plan almost a month ahead of what episodes I'm going to release and when um, because otherwise you just get in a muddle so you kind of like there's a little bit of planning that has to go into it and then you have to like script whatever I call it a script but if you guys see them I really should just call them like my episode notes because that's basically what they are I sit down and I talk a lot of the time unless it's details that I really need to remember to put in then I'll write those down otherwise I just kind of like do you know on the fly and it's really funny that's something that's changed because 
if I, like my first initial scripts, they were literally scripts. I was reading almost word for word. And then I kind of like found that if I go back and listen to those episodes, I mean, it's not that many ago. I think this is episode 20, I believe. So if I go back a good few episodes, like the beginning, beginning episodes, I feel like they feel a little bit unnatural almost. And I would lose my place constantly in the script. And then I would have to stop and I was like this isn't working for me like I need to figure something out so I decided to switch to like notes so a lot of the time I have basically the name of the drama you know the cast because I cannot remember all of them unless it's like you know actors or actresses that I really really follow so um yeah I they've kind of shifted into notes but it still takes a little bit of time to get that together um I still have a lot of fun doing it which is the main thing and hopefully you guys have a lot of fun listening to it because otherwise it feels a little bit pointless but either way I feel like you know if nothing else, I'm talking about something that I'm enjoying. And I, you know, I'm sure there's people out there listening. So yes. So the next little bit of this episode is going to be what I'm planning to start within the next week or so. And I've only got two uh, two dramas um, in that category. There is February, I feel like is going to be a good K-drama month. There's a couple of dramas that I'm keeping my eye on. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's the new one with Park Yong-sik in it. And I am very excited for that because ever since he came back from military, he's been doing really, really good projects. And this is a historical Sega so I'm very much looking forward to that one but that's not what we're talking about right now see I get sidetracked so easily it's crazy um this is why I need like other people you know to have conversations when I'm having a conversation I need other people to kind of like bring me back to what I'm supposed to be talking about because this happens all the time I get like my mind just works so quickly that you know I it goes in a million different directions all at once But anyways, going back to what I was talking about. So the plan to start within the next week, I have two dramas in that category. And that is the Korean drama Crush Crush, Crash Course in Romance. And I believe as of me recording this, there's only four episodes out. So that'll be quite nice and easy to sort of catch up on. And I've been hearing quite a few good things about this one uh, from friends that are also watching. And that is the only reason I'm picking it up. It's because what I'm hearing, I'm enjoying the chatter that I'm hearing about it. Otherwise, I don't think it would appeal to me very much. So I'm intrigued to kind of like go in, check it out and see if it works for me. And the next one is a Japanese drama and it's called Maiko-san Chinom. Makani san. My god, that is probably the worst butchering I have done of Japanese, but I will leave this um linked. Uh, I mean the the drama notes will be up on the blog so you guys can go and check out all of these uh names uh and then you can you know figure out what dramas I'm talking about because apparently I cannot say them. But basically, this one is a pretty short, I think it's seven episodes, um, Japanese drama. And it's about these two girls that want to become 
uh, Maiko, I think it's said. Uh, they want to become Maiko. And basically, it's like their story. So two best friends going to a bigger city to practice becoming uh, Maikos and see where, you know... It's their story, basically, and it is pretty short, I believe. Oh, actually, I just double-checked. It is nine episodes, so, um, yeah, I'll definitely want to check that one out. So, yeah, those are the two dramas that I plan to start within the sort of next week of me recording this. So, it's a Monday today, so, yeah, I will probably check them out at some point this week and add them either to my um, currently watching or if I'm not, if they're not working for me, then dropped because I am keeping those dramas away from my own hold list. Like, I don't want to be failing. It's only January. I don't want to be failing this early on. So that's it. That's everything I'm watching or planning to start, which means I am now going to move on to the last segment of today's episode. And that is my completed dramas um, in January 2022. Um, And basically, I'm just going to go through them and like do a little bit of a uh, mini, very, 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 very brief uh, review uh, of sorts, uh, because there is a few to go through. So just a little like mini, you know, what I liked or what I didn't like about them and the score that I gave them on MDL. And the first one, the very first drama that I finished this year, it's called Seal of Love, and it stars Richard Lee and Ming Jia Jia. And Hyde, that is the only name that was placed on this actor's profile on MDL. So that's, you know, what I'm going to call him, Hyde. Um, and basically, this drama is kind of like a fantasy drama, but it's one of those where the episodes are literally like five minutes or two or three minutes. You know the type. They're very, very, very short um, dramas of sorts. And I literally just watched it just to, you know, I needed a little palate cleanser and this is what came. So yeah, that was the first one I watched. Um, it is about a demon lord who gets rescued by a, um female and they kind of like become a disciple duo of sorts i really really enjoyed it it was really fun to watch and the only thing was i guys i went into this kind of like blind i don't you know when i'm looking for these really short dramas i kind of like don't really look at you know uh, scores or you know uh, descriptions or anything like that because that may distract me from them and literally they're like an hour two hours three hours tops so I literally just sit and kind of like watch it it's kind of like watching two movies together almost um so yeah that was that the only thing I was really 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 annoyed about is that apparently this is gonna have a second season because it kind of does finish a little bit on a cliffhanger and when I tell you I was like oh my god no no don't do this to me uh but yeah there will be a second season I don't know when uh hopefully soon because I need to know what happens um but I really enjoyed it the chemistry between the male lead and the female lead in this was really really good um I really liked all the fantasy aspects of it so uh yes I ended up scoring this one an 8 out of 10. Now, just a little, you know, 
a side note, um, when it comes to dramas like this, I do not rate them with the same scale that I do my regular dramas, simply because they are low budget, low production kind of dramas. You know, I'm not going to expect top quality from them like I would from, you know, a full length proper script kind, you know, not that these aren't proper scripts, but you know what I mean, like a full budget, full length drama. Um, so yeah, take these ratings with a little pinch of salt, so to speak, for the ones that I say are very short, short, short dramas. Uh, but yeah, that was Seal of Love. Like I said, I can't um, there's lots and lots of dramas that I talk about in a currently watching list and it is impossible for me to put them in the episode description because it just won't allow me to add that much. So all of this will be available on Patreon early uh, on Patreon. So I'll actually release it to Patreons today and then it'll be available on Wednesday when the episode goes live on the blog and that blog is always linked in the description notes. So if you want to go back and check out any names of dramas that you've missed, that you found interesting when I was talking about them, then you can just check that out. Or in any regards, you can just reach out to me and I can look it up and let you know whichever way you want to do it. But it's all there available for you. And the next one that I finished was called Way Back into love. Now, again, this one is a shorter one. It is 15 episodes of about 10 minutes and it stars Zhang Feifei and June. I will not go very far into this one because I actually did a mini review for this one for the Patreon. It is up on there. Uh, but I really, really enjoyed this one. Um, I really, really did. I thought it was done really well and I ended up scoring it an 8 out of 10. It is basically, uh, just to give you the gist of the drama, basically this guy is in a coma and this doctor has a way to send his girlfriend in current time into his memories to kind of like pull him out of the coma and then stuff ensues. It was actually for the type of budget and, you know, production that this is. It was done really, really well. I was quite impressed. I really enjoyed it all the way through. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I have a mini review for this one up on the Patreon. So it is up there, guys. And the next one, this, I literally finished this on New Year's Day. Um, this is how my partner and I started the year. And that was by watching Kingdom Season 2, which stars Ju Ji-hoon, Beiduna and Kim Song-gyu. Uh, and I, guys, I actually enjoyed Season 2 more than I did Season 1. Um... I don't know what it was, maybe because the story was like moving along way quicker at a quicker pace than I found uh, season one to move along. I just really like the main cast in this. Their acting is really, really good. Um, and every episode was kind of like, you know, um, it what. Not, it's not a cliffhanger per se, but every episode ended in a way that I wanted to tune into the next one and tune into the next one. I think we watched like the last four episodes back to back, um, you know, together. So yeah, I ended up giving this one a 9 out of 10, which is actually higher than what I rated season one. So I'm very excited for season three. We do still have the movie to watch. Uh, we haven't yet, but we will get around to it, hopefully. So next one up 
that I finished is a Chinese drama again, and that's called High Venus, and that's starring Zhang Shunqi, Liang Ji, um, Zhu Zihan, and Li Linfei. And I ended up scoring this one an 8.5 out of 10. I really, really enjoyed this one. Basically, the female lead, um, Liang Ji, she plays a doctor who, for some reason or other, um, ends up being sent to, like, a little town out in the countryside to be, you know, a volunteer doctor there from her big hospital in the main city. And she runs into um, the president of said hospital, who she doesn't know is the new president. So shenanigans ensue from there. She gets called back to the hospital and... She becomes his secretary and then they develop a relationship. And that's basically at the very, very core of it, you know, basically the story for High Venus. So High Venus was actually written by Wang Xiong Cheng, who is half of the screen, screen writer, writer, and Basically, half of the duo who is writing the currently airing or who wrote the currently airing Meet Yourself and also Go Ahead. So that alone, I was like, sign me up. I will follow whatever this man writes. I will go and check it out. He's kind of become one of those screenwriters that whatever dramas he pens, I want to go and check out. Uh, him as well as the other half of the duo as well as the director that did those dramas I whatever they do especially if they're doing it together like the unit the two screenwriters and the director if they're doing it as a unit then I am more than likely probably going to enjoy it because I've enjoyed all the dramas they've done together so yeah I really liked the chemistry between our couple here yes they were bickering for ages but I kind of loved even they they had chemistry even when they were bickering so that's always good to me um and yeah that was High Venus moving swiftly along to the next one which I don't have a lot to say because anyways I'll get into it uh, and that is The Silence of a Monster and that's starring Bi Wenjun, Zhu Zhangting, Annie Sun and and uh, Zhang Bo Jia. And I rated this one a 7.5 out of 10. This drama started off really, really well. I was super intrigued. It is shot beautifully. Like, the scenes are really, really nice. And basically, there is two male leads, two female leads. But you don't actually meet the second, like, you know, one of the female leads. You don't meet until, like, almost the second half of the drama so it takes a really long time for her to come in but basically two friends two male friends they live together in this house one is a an appraiser of artwork and stuff like that artifacts that kind of stuff the other one is a locksmith an extraordinarily good locksmith that can pretty much break into anything and Look, the story started so compelling. I The bromance for these two was great. The story, like the cases they were getting, because they kind of like help police uh, solve cases and stuff like that. I was really, really intrigued. And then it felt so flat in the second half. I was like, no, don't do this to me, drama. Do not do this to me. But they did. The writing, kind of like, I feel like this suffers from the eternal curse of it needed to be much, much shorter than what it actually was. So here we are. 
it was what it was. I really enjoyed the first half, not necessarily the second half. So I dropped it down to a 7.5. So that's that one, The Silence of a Monster. Next one up is one that I'm probably going to get hate for, but look, we all have different tastes and we all see things differently. But that is the drama Alchemy of Souls Season 2, starring E.J. E. Wook and Gu Yun Jung. I scored it a 7.5 out of 10, and that's me being nice. Um, I feel like the storytelling in this let it down. And I this is a me thing. I feel like the Hong sisters used to work really, really well for me. And they don't so much anymore. Like, I feel like a lot of their dramas, a lot of it is more miss than hit. Um, unfortunately, I was really sad for the path that they chose for the female lead. Um... I wanted to see something different, um, you know, for the female lead. So I felt, um, you know, I felt like it didn't work for me for various reasons. Uh, But yeah, here we are. It was loved by many. Uh, I feel like the acting in this was really, really good. Um, I enjoyed the acting. It looked expensive, like the recordings and the, you know, the direction of it was really, really good. Unfortunately for me, the writing let it down, amongst other things. Um, but yeah, I that's still pretty good, a 7.5 out of 10. Um, yeah, I, I just wish other writing choices would have been made. Even small changes would have probably made me enjoy it a lot more. But that's all I'll say, because I know it is like a really beloved drama by many, so I don't really want to, you know, just sit here and kind of go into it. Um so yeah, we will leave it there. Um, the next one up is a really, really random drama, and it's called Love Station, and it stars its Thai drama. And I'm not sure if I should call it drama because it is like six episodes of like one minute or whatever, and it stars Chap and Om Sin. I think it's called. I think she's called Om. The actress is called Om Om Sin, and. Yeah, it's on YouTube. If you want to go check it out, it is called Love Station. And it's literally like six episodes of one minute each. Or, you know, I have no idea what I was watching. I felt like I was just watching a long advert for, you know, traveling on a bus. But the two, like the female lead and the male lead, they were kind of cute together. And I was like, I really wish this was a full-blown drama. And then I went and looked, and there's quite a few of these types of like 10-episode, one-minute um, kind of, you know, one-minute long episodes drama. Does it really, right, does this really classify as a drama? I'm not sure, because it is literally like six minutes long. So I don't know mini drama mini i don't know i don't know what to call it but i finished it and i gave it a 6.5 out of 10 and i don't know why like i i don't know i don't know how to explain this to you guys like my my mind is still obviously confused about what i watched so yeah i i'm not even gonna go into it um that's the yeah called love station go check it out go check it out because you, all you're going to do is, you know, if you don't like it, all you're going to do is waste six minutes of your life. So, you know, go check it out and come back to me and tell me what you think. Because I feel like it can't be called a drama because it is literally six minutes. So, I don't know. Go see, go check it out and tell me what you think. <laughs> 
that's all I'll say. And only three left on my list. Um, the next one up is The Forbidden Marriage, and that's a historical starring uh, Kim Yong Day, Park Joo Hyun, and Kim Mo Suk. And I ended up scoring this one an 8 out of 10. I literally finished watching this yesterday, so it's very fresh in my mind. I started this one really, really, really enjoying it. I thought the comedy was on point and then it turned kind of dark and I was still really enjoying all of that. And then the last episode felt a little bit flat for me because they pushed the comedy a little bit too far into the point of where it's like not that funny anymore. It's kind of like not in a bad way, but the comedy just didn't land for me as much in the last episode. So, yeah, I feel like that last last episode just felt a little bit flat for me. And that's why it's an 8 out of 10. Basically, The Forbidden Marriage is about this uh, king who, um, he basically, his um, wife, the queen, got uh, mud- mur- murdered? killed by somebody guys i can't talk today clearly um she got killed by somebody and ever since then there has been a ban on marriage throughout the whole country until he finds a bride and basically it's a story of our female lead coming into the palace and she apparently can channel the spirit of the late queen and kind of like is trying to help the king get over um that grief and trying to get information on you know how she was killed and whatnot so very funny very you know um i enjoyed it throughout the whole um course of it like i said the little the last episode kind of felt a little bit flat for me but yeah that was that the next one up that i finished is unchained love and that's a historical uh, set drama and it's starring wang hudi and chen yuchin i am still not sure how to score this drama because like so I will say flat out, I did not enjoy the story itself that much. I think the drama didn't quite know what it wanted to be. At points, it wanted to be really serious, but then it wanted to be really fluffy. And you can either meet in the middle and do both really well, or you pick one or the other. And this drama for me was a case of like um, identity crisis throughout the whole thing. And I, the story kind of like let it down for me personally. I know many people enjoyed it. Um, and I also know many people enjoyed the female lead, Chen Yu Chin. She is the kind of female lead that is hit or miss for me. I loved her in Ashes of Love. She played the um, leader, eventually the leader of the demon sect. And I absolutely loved her character there. Absolutely loved it. And ever since then, her, her acting just doesn't quite land for me. Now, I know that's a me thing and not necessarily a everybody thing. But yeah, as of right now, like her character just felt a little bit overacted um, to me anyways. Like I said, I know this was pretty popular. And why I don't know how to score this is the simple fact that... I loved Wang Kudi in it. Like, I really loved his acting. But if I were to take his acting or him as, you know, an actor out of the drama, I would have dropped it. So I don't know how to score this yet. I 
I am between a 7 and an 8, and I will probably end more towards the 7 than, you know, the higher 8, because I just don't feel like, um, for me anyways, it worked. Um, I know many people are loving it, so, you know, it is what it is. You know, we, at the end of the the day, we all have different, you know, uh, preferences and tastes, and as long as we can all sit down and have a conversation about it of different, you know, opinions, I think it works well because at the end of the day, dramas are there to be enjoyed, and you know, not everybody's going to be enjoying the same thing. And if we did, can you imagine how boring it would be if everybody just liked the same dramas over and over again? Like, it would become, you know, we would probably only get one type of dramas that everybody would enjoy. So, this kind of leads to, you know, diversity because everybody likes different things. Uh, but yeah, I'm going off on a tangent and this episode is getting long. So let's move on. The last drama. Now, this drama is one of those that I have been posting on my Instagram stories because the clips from it will show you how crazy this drama is. It is bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. And that is the Chinese drama called My Lethal Man. And that stars Li Mozi and Fan Zi Qin. And I ended up scoring it an 8 out of 10. So basically, the basic plot. And you will realize how bonkers this drama is just from the plot description alone. Basically, the... Um, the female lead has a doppelganger. The doppelganger happens to be the empress, not the empress, what am I on about? She happens to be the uh, granddaughter of a very rich, wealthy president um, of a conglomerate, Con conglomerate. I, I said it right, you guys. I said it right. I struggled, but I got there. And basically, they have a... Um, her parents basically died in a car accident together with uh, her brother, or so we think. At the beginning, the male lead is that brother. Uh, and it kind of it's kind of obvious, guys. It's Maybe I've given a bit of a spoiler, sorry. But you're going to see it anyways. Uh, but basically, he is trying to find her. And they she goes to this university. I am trying to make this make sense, but this plot is just crazy. She goes to this university and she has our female lead who is the doppelganger of her. And basically they are short, you know, long story short, they are in a car accident. The uh, wealthy girl actually dies to protect the, um, poorer girl because she is the poorer girl, but you know what I mean? And, um, the male lead basically almost pushes the female lead into a corner and says, look, she, you can see because you've got her eyes. Uh, they, Yeah, they did that while she was uh, unconscious. They transplanted the doppelganger's eyes into the female lead. And basically, um, yeah, she wants to be helpful and she has to go undercover as this like president to this company because her grandpa is really sick and either she goes back and like takes care of it or her evil cousin's gonna get everything like i said it is insane insane guys and basically this male lead is like literally red flag after red flag after red flag but 
Would I want to date somebody like him? No, not at all. Never. I wouldn't. He is insane. Even if by the end of it, he is a fluffy marshmallow. At the beginning, he's like, there's scenes where he's like choking her and ever. It's bad. It is bad, guys. But he is so bloody charismatic. Not the character, the actor. The actor himself is so charismatic. And actually, I really enjoyed watching the female lead change from this like little meek mouse into someone who's like really confident and sure of what she wants to do. Um, so yeah, like I said, this drama is bonkers, but it's kind of like that um, drama that it's so bad. It's good. It reminds me of like Maid's Revenge from last year, um, where everybody was like, oh my god, this man is insane. He is red flag after red flag, but we're just ignoring the red flags and just watching it because, well, for Maid's Revenge, it's because the abs did a lot of the talking. But for this one, this male lead is really quite um, charismatic, even as he he starts off kind of like a villain and then turns into something, you know, not quite a villain. But yeah, I would I recommend this? I'm not sure. You need to be a type of person to kind of enjoy these I call them almost trashy dramas. You know, the reality TV that we know is, you know, not great, but we still love to watch it. That's like the drama equivalent. This is that. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's all my dramas that I finished uh, in January. And yeah, that's it. Uh, for that. I do actually only have just one movie that I watched and that was the Korean movie uh, Midnight and that stars Jin Ji Joo, Wee Ha Joon, Park Hoon Park Hoon, uh, Kil Hae-yeon, and Kim Hee-yoon. And I gave it an 8 out of 10. I, I had chills. Basically, it's about a deaf, um, deaf mother and daughter who witness a serial killer trying to kill somebody. They avoid that, and then it's basically them trying to get away from the serial killer. Um, it, it it was so creepy. This movie, like this male, this actor can do creepy so well on screen that it's believable. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed it. I watched it as like a watch party with friends and I'm glad I did because I don't think this is something I would have watched by myself. It's just not something that normally calls to me. Uh, so yeah, that's it. That's everything I've watched. Uh, what have you guys been watching? Let me know. Come chat to me. Uh, but yeah, apart from that, that's everything. I only have one little thing left to do. And that is I have a Patreon shout out to do. Um, so Susa signed up to my Patreon and I am so thankful. Like I said, it's crazy to me when anybody signs up to my Patreon. Um, but I just wanted to give her a shout out and, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for signing up. I hope you like the content I post over there. Uh, there will definitely be more coming uh, in the next week and the next, you know, going forward. So hopefully you guys enjoy that. And that is it for this episode. I hope you enjoy it and I'll see you next week. 
This has been another episode of the Tea and Soju Asian Drama Podcast. I'm your host, Liliana, and you can come and chat to me on Instagram, Tea and Soju Pod, all one word, and on Twitter, Tea underscore Soju underscore Pod. You can also email me at Tea and Soju Podcast at gmail.com. If you would like to support this podcast, please consider joining Patreon for extra content. Lastly, if you enjoy this podcast, please help by rating and reviewing wherever you listen to help others find this drama corner. I'll leave everything linked in the description notes. See you next time for more Asian drama chatter.